Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady in the NFC title game. Can Rodgers be considered one of the goats of the game with only one Super Bowl ring? And that came 10 years ago. Would a Bucks Super Bowl rate as the greatest year by any Tampa Bay team of all time? We'll also break down the AFC Championship game between the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. We've got all that and more to discuss with Tom Jones, my former radio partner, longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, you know who's got the best party platters for your catering in Tampa Bay? Well, that's easy. It's Mr. Empanada. What the heck's an empanada? Well, you just take your favorite foods, you place them in a, inside a pocket of homemade dough that is cooked perfectly until it's golden brown and piping hot. Their empanadas are a fresh twist on some old favorites. Now, you can order delicious menu items now made from scratch, including soups and salads and Cuban sandwiches, online at mrempanada.com or call any one of their seven convenient locations in Tampa Bay. Where Latin food quality and service meet, it's Mr. Empanada. Okay, Tom Jones joins us now, and uh, Tom will look forward instead of backward uh, to the Green Bay Buccaneers NFC Championship game in Green Bay, which I I got to be honest, like, I don't remember the Bucks winning. I think they played six times up there. Of consequence, they played way more than six times, but I mean, like you know, various big games or whatever. And I think they won one. Uh, I remember, I remember two of their seasons that died in Green Bay. Um, one was the, if you recall this, the Warren Sapp breakout game. They lost 21-7. to That ended the 1997 season for Tony Dungy. They had won a game in the playoffs against Detroit at home. Um, first play, home playoff game in 18 years. And then they went to Green Bay, which was in their division at the time. Uh, the NFC Norris. <laughs> and um, they went up there, and Brett Favre did what Brett Favre does. And, but remember, Sapp got in Favre's face. He sacked him like three times. And one right, time his right. helmet was off, and they were going jaw to jaw and stuff. That like that was like I talked to Sap the other day. He's like that that I induced myself that day, you know, to the rest <laughs> of the league. Like that was his breakout day. You recall that game? I don't. Not uh, yeah. Not I at remember all? the score. I do. I do. I remember. You the don't score. remember those clips of Favre and, and Sap? Yeah, I do. The I do. Going? I do. I do remember that. It was yeah. a uh, yeah. Um, and, and what and was the couple, other game? That a couple years later, um, two thousand and. 2000, not 2001, because 2001, I think they were, I think it was around 2000, somewhere in there, because 99, they, the 99 season, they went to the championship in, against the Cardinals, St. Louis, and lost. Um, but it was somewhere in there. They they actually went in there for a divisional playoff um, and would have won the game on a Martin Gramatica field goal from like mm-hmm. 47 yards or something, mm-hmm. and he missed. Yes, I remember that. He missed. And then the weird thing about it was that was the year, and the reason why I want to say that it was – well, I can't remember what year it was. I think Les Steckel was the offensive coordinator for whatever it was worth. He was there one year. Remember the Marine Les Steckel? Yeah, yeah. And they had the ball, and they wanted to run clock. And, like, it started out, it was going to be like a 30-something yard field goal. Mm-hmm. And they took two delay of game penalties. Wow. So like that, just, and that was 
and so they moved it back. It went back like, you know, and Sap lost his mind. He was going up to Tony's and what are we doing? Who does this? <laughs> You're making it right. further away. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they went to the victory formation before they tried to kick the field goal and right. missed. And it went into overtime and they lost on a field goal. I, I want to ask. Yeah, they lost. Is, now, is that the year? That was the. I want to say that was the end of the regular season. Uh, and then, and then they I don't went. No, I think and that, they would have. They would have had to, home. Yes, then they I, went to Philadelphia. Then that forced them to go on the road to That's like right. Philly. That forced them to say. go to Philadelphia. That so that would have been 01. Smoked. That would have been 01 Then you're right. Tony's no, it was, last I think it was two thousand. It was actually two thousand. Let me look it up here. I actually look it up. So they lost 74. Oh, is that when they got smoked 31 to 7? It was Christmas Eve when they lost in Green Bay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then the next week they played on New Year's Eve. Because they would have had had home field advantage the next week had they won that game. And instead it put them on the road. And they played New Year's Eve. They would have won uh, the division, in fact, and maybe had a bye, I think. New Year's Eve in Philly. That's and correct. Got blasted. Like yes, uh, they did, and that was the end of Les Steckel. Twenty-one to three. Yeah. But nothing good ever happened in Green Bay for the Bucks when I covered them back in the day when they were good, right? Right. Um, they never really beat Brett Favre there. Um, you know, they did win the division one time, but I mean, and then didn't Steve go- didn't Steve Young almost drowned in yeah, snow Steve, one time. Steve Young almost almost yeah, he almost suffocated in the snowball. <laughs> I'm um, not laughing, but it was like it was that hilarious. Was it's in his book. He wrote about it. Yeah. He said, I literally couldn't breathe. He, he his got whole tackled face into was, a snowbank or something or on the ground. Yeah, it was so much snow yeah, right. up. It was yeah. so much snow on the side, and he got he got piled into the ground about 100 times that day. And, yeah, there was uh, there was snow he was trying to rip out of his face mask so he could breathe. And um, that was a classic one. So it's not going to be as bad this time. I mean, we're being told, like, you know, mid-20s, 26, 27, whatever, and snow, one to three inches right now. But look, it's also not Florida. It's not right. the sixty-six degree weather, or, you know, or what a seventy-degree weather we're having down here. Um, I don't know. There's no fans, so the mystique of Lambeau isn't the same. They have some fans, but very few. I still think it's you know, the the cold weather is something. But then Brady and Gronkowski and Antonio Brown. There's a lot of guys that played in cold weather in big games. I mean, hell, Brady's best known for you know the Tuck Roll game, which was a blizzard. Right. I've um, been in. I, I grew up up north. I lived in Minnesota for a while. Rick, I, I think mid twenties is that's not that that's not cool horrible, right? When you're out there running around, like, right? The, the times that when you think of like Green Bay is like oh the frozen tundra. I mean, it truly was like the ice bowl. You know, when mm-hmm. it was like fifteen below or the you'll get single digits. They're, they're yeah, playing the a NFC championship, championship game. game. Yeah, with Carolina. the Giants, where yeah. I, we we thought Tom Coughlin was going to die on the sidelines from he looked right. like Strayman Hillary on off. top of the. Yeah, Mount Everest. It was. <laughs> it was, it was, it was his Everest. Like he, we were watching. Everybody in the world was watching. Like, oh my gosh! Oh my his god, face this is, is not good. Off. Yeah, he's like that. I worry about BA up there. I do. Well, only I because mean, the elements got yeah. to him a little bit. Um, where were we last in uh, Washington? Yeah. After that well, game, I can, uh, yeah, I, I'm, that that is no laughing matter. I mean, it's. But I think as a player, I'm not worried. If the temperatures were five degrees, then you could say, "Oh, Green Bay." Yeah, single here we go, digits cold is weather. a different deal, yeah. Yeah, but when you're talking in the twenties, I think once people start running around, you, you work up you you work up a sweat even in that kind of weather. So now you grew up in that stuff, right? So is there yeah. any truth to this that when you when you don't live in it or every day? In other words, we adjust to this heat, right, which is oppressive yes. in most of the year, and 
you know, we'll, we go usually from our air conditioned house to our air conditioned car to an air conditioned office or mall or whatever, but you're still living in it every day. You're still doing stuff. Um, and you adjust to it. What I'm wondering is if you've lived in it before, like in, in Brady's case, lived there and played there, but then you come to Florida, this, this whole notion of your blood thinning out, is, is that a thing? Does that- I, think, I think it is. I, I think it is. I can tell you now, now, I've been here a long time. I've been here essentially since 1982, except for three years when I lived in Minnesota. But I can tell you there are times in Minnesota where it was where you're outside playing with the kids or ice skating or whatever, when it is single digits and you feel perfectly comfortable because you bundle up and all that. And these days, though, Rick, living down here and it's – like these last few, this last couple of days, it's been kind of chill. Like this has been a chilly winter, I think. It has been. It has and been. there are days where I'm like, man, it's cold. And yeah. I feel colder now than I did when I lived up there and it's like 15. Or but is that, here's the thing about that, okay? Because I don't think, I, I really don't think we're, we're applying science here. So don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Bill Nye, the science guy. I'm just saying, I don't think we dress for it here. Oh, you're hundred percent right. I think what the difference is is that, like, and I've done this my, myself to practice four times already this year, where I get out of the car, it's kind of cold. I got a long sleeve shirt on, or a, you know, a sweat, uh, you know, like one of those yeah. warm up jackets or whatever, um, you know, because I'm I'm rocking like you know, uh, I don't know. What would you like? Like a warm up suit, you know? Like, yeah, right, I'm not right. actually wearing a warm up suit, but I'm just saying, like, you, you remember this. So, anyway, I, I, and I need a jacket, but I go out there and I go, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And I'm like, gosh, it's freezing. It is horrible. I need a jacket. Because I, if you were up north and it was 50, right? 55 yeah. with the wind howling at 25 miles an hour, you'd wear a damn jacket. I yeah, promise you. Put you a would. hat on, yeah. It's funny. I went, I think it was one of, like, last Sunday, I think I went out to get a paper and I came in. I was like, oh, it's kind of cold out. But I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. it's going to be cold. But didn't it's, change your but wardrobe, any. exactly. But uh, there, I do wonder, Rick. So I think what we're getting to is this whole Brady thing. Is Brady going to be ready for it? Because he's already made a comment. You know, I won't be caught dead living in the Northeast again. Right, right. He's already. I think he'll be just fine in 20 degree weather. But uh, I'll be. Curious I mean, his record's like 50 and nine. Okay, below yeah. freezing. It's not like he loses anywhere. He could right. play in a, in a toaster oven or in a freeze box and you probably wouldn't bother them right right but will it bother the other guys i mean you do have like i said you got a lot of guys that played up north you got a lot of guys that played in big big uh postseason game yeah chris godwin went to penn state penn state guys and you know yeah, all the cool. linemen love it yeah. because they're linemen and they don't like heat anyway i just so. think it's dumb when those guys i so it's gonna happen and we're gonna see it like one of those guys i don't know who it's gonna be i don't know if it's gonna be marpet or donovan smith another penn state guy come out with somebody's no shirt gonna go out there with like no shirt on and it's like <laughs> don't be stupid okay like put a shirt Can't on put put a long sleeve it's like you're still a tough guy you know you're still you can still can block somebody you know, still, you know, well you know it's mind over matter if you don't mind it don't matter <laughs> well all i know is i i don't take my shirt off when it's uh when i don't it, take my shirt off for anybody yeah true more but it, but but even when I was a kid, that? I'm not taking my shirt off when it's like 10 degrees. It's just being an idiot. No, you're being an idiot at that point. There should be a rule against that in the stands, dude. There's always that like the camera pans. Oh, there he is. There's yeah. the guy. That's because there's those the guys no shirt guy. Had 12 IPAs and a uh, <laughs> right. He's warm on the inside yeah. from all those shots of liquor that he did in the parking lot. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. But let's talk about this. So, okay, you have you have uh, last week. It was you know Brady against Breeze, and it was, this was bound. It was inevitable. It was going to be either Breeze and Rogers or Brady and Rogers. But here we are. 
Tom Brady um, against Aaron Rodgers. And let me tell you what I because I, I I did this I did this radio show <laughs> after the game the other night. It really kind of annoyed me actually. I'm getting ready to leave. I've been there. I've had two hours sleep. I you know I'm I'm dead on my feet and I just want to get out of the press box. And then ESPN calls and says, "Will you do up all night or whatever it is?" You know the show. ESPN uh, right. all night or whatever. So it's after it's literally after midnight, I think Central Time, and uh, they're off the air at one or it's almost one a.m. Eastern. So they put me on, and before they go to me, this guy goes on a rant, and I'm like almost to the point where I hung up. It was like he went on for like three, four minute rant, and it it was just, you know, he's he's pretty much kind of trashing the goat a little bit. He's saying, "Now ah, I don't want to say he was lucky, but." You know, come on, he had a lot of luck. He's just one guy. You know, those aren't all his Super Bowls. You know, and he had some bad luck too, like David Tyree. Like, he could have won more, but he, look, you know, you can't just because he won on those Super Bowls. He's not, he's not the greatest quarterback, you know. He's just not. Like, I'll tell you who's who's better, Aaron Rodgers. And he goes, hey, you agree with me? And I was like, what? Now He was talking to you? Yeah, at the end. So I would say this. I mean, there are people, and you know people, there are people that will say, my eyeball says this, like Tom Brady, arm, just okay, athleticism, not much, wins everything, like smart, accurate, just a winner. But Rodgers, have you seen him spin it? You see how beautiful of a ball he throws? He's got everything, pinpoint accuracy, mobility, a little bit of cockiness, smart, right? Mm-hmm. But here's what he doesn't have: more than one Lombardi Trophy. Exactly, he's got one. So is that how we? Is that the only measure we judge? And you've been down this road with yes. Peyton Manning and me. Look, if we're if we're going to argue, who do you like better, Peyton Manning or John Elway? They both won two or what? One guy that we're talking about here's won six. <laughs> the other yeah. guy's won one. Yeah, that's a major difference. And I'm not, not saying is he won I'm one. I'm not time. saying that. Like, okay, there's guys who, like, Trent Dilfer is not a better quarterback than Dan Marino. I get that. There you go. Right, right, right. But when we're talking about Tom Brady winning Super Bowls, and you think about this, Rick, seriously. I'll give you Randy Moss. Like, name another, like, truly, and I'll give you Gronk. Like, name his elite receivers that he played with. It wasn't like – so I talk about this all the time, too, but – because, I again – have you heard? I grew up in Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> Followed the Steelers as a kid. And as as much as I loved those Steelers team, it was essentially the same Steelers team that won those four Super Bowls. There was no free agency. It was Stallworth and, and, and Swan, yeah. There was, they actually had, I think there was one year the Steelers won the Super Bowl. One of those years, 78 or 79, something like that. They did not have one guy on their roster who had ever played for another organization. Think about that. That's amazing. No one had ever played for another organization other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. But those guys that were all on that team, from all those Hall of Famers, Terry Bradshaw, Franco Harris, Lynn Swan, Mike Webster, John Stallworth, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, uh, Joe Green. Look at you call them out like Sam. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, all of them. You know, Mel Blunt. Those, were the, those guys were there in the Super Bowl one, and they were there in or the first Super Bowl they won, and they were there on the fourth Super Bowl. Super Bowl nine all the way through Super Bowl fourteen. It was the yep. same team. Yep. You look at those teams that 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 uh, Brady had in New England. Every year it's a different guy. Every year it's a different running back. And not to your point, not Mark Key. I mean Julian Edelman. He made into. And I give Jules Jules all the credit in the world. But 
not a guy that looks like Randy Moss, right? No. I mean, and the proof of what you're saying is Randy Moss comes over at the end of his career, had been to like two other teams after the Vikings, and he catches 22 touchdown passes, and Brady throws 50, right? Right. Just because they had a Randy Moss. And I'm not here to dump on Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a fabulous quarterback. But this idea of, well, Brady can't really throw and he can't really run and he's, you know, he's part, uh, he got lucky. Like the, the, new, the Seattle game, they shouldn't have won the Super Bowl. But I agree. Like they won the games that they, I mean, at the end of the day, they're he's six and three in the, in the Super Bowl, right? They probably deserve to win six of those games and probably deserve to lose three of them. Yeah. Maybe and that's, that's the what six they won playing. or the three they lost, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. The, this idea that, that, that he's not an elite quarterback or whatever, or that, you know, if I'm playing a pickup game, which guy would I rather have? I, that's not what this is about. Mm, We're you might about, take Rodgers. I mean, look, I might. Yeah, I might. The eyeball test would tell you he, at his age, which is considerably younger than Brady, was he like 37, 38 years old? Right. Um, that he's, his, he's got, he always had better tools in his toolbox. But here's the thing that's amazing to me. Aaron Rodgers, I think he's been in the championship game three out of the last four years. He's never played one in Lambeau. And even more surprising to me was it's been 10 years since he won that Super Bowl. Yeah. 10. I, I mean, do we really his... think that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to win another Super Bowl after that one? Oh, I know. I mean, 10 years have gone by. And I'm not and saying it's his fault. When's, his, when's the last time he won a championship, a, a, a championship game? It's been 10 years, right? He's owing yeah. to for no, his last been, three. Yeah, I he, hadn't been, he hadn't been in it. I, I, again, I don't want to turn this into let's dump on Aaron Rodgers because I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. But this idea, Aaron Rodgers well, dumps everybody else. Let's see. There was and, yeah. Olivia Munn. There was uh, <laughs> Danica Patrick. Yeah, there you go. The, I, I just don't uh, – I've never sort of gotten this idea of, yeah, Brady – that there's any competition for Brady for GOAT among active players. Not among uh, you and I have had this discussion. I'll listen we'll to Joe Montana. We'll throw Joe Montana out there. And, 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 you I'll know, listen to Montana. Because the listen. era was different and you could hit a quarterback. You couldn't. Right. You know, they didn't put a, put a dress on him or anything. I'll listen to Johnny Unitas. That's sort of before us. Like his heyday was really truly before we could even remember. Mm-hmm. But people who are old enough to remember. Like I got to remember Jim Brown, but everybody John you know, Elway? saw him. I, I'll listen. I, I mean, Elway is in the conversation as like top five. No, he's not the goat. No, yeah. Like well, the guy goes, won I mean, six it, Super Bowls. Let's. I mean, this is ridiculous that yeah. we even ever discuss that there's somebody in the same levels. I think he's uh, now won twice as many playoff games as Joe Montana. Twice as many. No, I get it. <laughs> Stupid. Different era. They're playing more playoff game. Whatever. Yeah. And and again, this is not a. On. Going back to my Pittsburgh days, as far as like Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw won the last two, the first two Super Bowls they, they won in Pittsburgh. It was all defense. I could have quarterbacked those teams. The last two were all like Brady. It's not like he played. It's not like he was on the Chicago Bears of the mid eighties. This is not like this is not Jim McMahon. No, he's not a passenger. He's he's driving the train. Right. He's he's in charge of this thing. Uh, the, all those Super Bowls that they went to, there, there was there have been two constants, and, and as far as on the field as a player, there's been one, one. constant: mm-hmm. him, Tom Brady, and he, then he leaves, and the whole organization goes down the crapper. Well, but that's why he left. I mean, right. I think that's true. A couple of things: one, you can't really blame the Patriots in the sense that, like, how many more years are we going to squeeze out of this guy? We have to move on to another quarterback now. 
I would submit to you that moving on to Cam Newton was really not a better option, okay? No. But that said, um, okay, so they decide not not to bring Tom Brady back, um, but you see what happens when you don't have a great quarterback. And, I mean, are we going to say that Belichick forgot how to coach? You know? No. Yeah, right, no. And And what he's done here, he came here because of what you're just saying. They didn't have any weapons. You know what? They still don't. And that's why they lost this year. In addition to their quarterback couldn't make chicken salad out of what was left up there. Right. And Which Brady got, did last Brady year. Did. Year, I mean, but they made the playoffs last year. They, they made the playoffs. <laughs> yes, and it was the only. I think it was, you know, one of the few years that he didn't at least get to the championship game. Right. This will be mean, his. By the way, his fourteenth championship game. Stupid. Fourteen. It's stupid. And again. There, uh, I'll, look, I'll give you Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does not. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has elite talent around him this year. I don't. Well, Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football. That well, there you go. Okay, you're right. But give I mean, me that. like Mark, you know, the the people they have after that, and I don't think he's always had elite players around him either. I mean, I, he hasn't played with the type of talent that I think Manning's played with over his. But he wins the, twelve, thirteen a year, and he, and and he wins it in a tough division in a tough place. I have I I like Aaron Rodgers, but I just get I get tired of this argument that that he's actually in the conversation for the goat. He's not. Nobody is. There's like three guys. And what do you have to be now. to be a goat? To be the greatest, can there be more than one? Or I always thought the goat meant the great, the, the greatest, greatest of, of all time, time, not one of the greatest of all time. Right. It'd be O goat. And people can sit there and say, "Well, if we're talking about arm strength, it's this guy. If we're talking about overall athletic ability, it's this guy. If we're talking no, about leadership, goat means it's goat, this guy. right? Yeah, goat means goat. And and up until Brady, it was Montana. Yeah. Who again? We can look. Montana and Brady are so similar. It's it's scary in terms of. You know, like, well, that was the big rap on Montana. We watched those teams, Rick. You followed those teams. Can't really throw the ball. Can't really run around. Not athletically gifted. Takes his shirt off. He, you tell him to put it back on again. He doesn't. He's not like. He didn't seem like some sort of athletic freak out there. All I know is every time I looked up at the end of the year, they were winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> you talking about Brady or Montana? Talking about both of them. Mont- but yeah. I was talking about Montana. Right, yeah, right, right. No, he was a skinny kid when he when he came to San Francisco. I've talked to uh, Eddie DeBarlow about this. First day he shows up, he's got he's skinny and he's got this Fu Manchu mustache, <laughs> and everybody thought he was the kicker. Like nobody knew he was the freaking quarterback that they drafted out of Notre Dame. You know, and uh, they remember them saying like, "Oh my God, look at this guy!" You know, um, but yeah, he, he wasn't physically imposing. He just he like Brady. He was just found a way to win. You know, right, and um, did it better than anybody of his era. And back then, you could attack quarterbacks, and Joe got hit and got hit hard and knocked out of seasons, and you know, and and things that you can't do to him now. Um, but ironically, those two quarterbacks that are going to play on Sunday in the championship game were both fans of the Forty Nine ers. They both grew up in California. Yeah, you know, um, and now they're going to meet. I, it's a great matchup. It's intriguing to me. I mean. I don't know how much stock you put in the first game they played because we've just seen that previous regular season games don't necessarily equate to postseason success. <clears throat> Ask the Saints. But they did make Rodgers look really bad, intercepting him twice. He's only had five all year. Um, they only threw for 160 yards. I mean, it was after going up 10 to nothing, it looked like it was going to be a route on for the Packers and then the pick six and then another interception. And then before you knew it, man, they just – they blew him out of the gym. 
So does that game matter when the uh, Bucks go up there on, on Sunday? No, I don't think it does. And the reason I don't think it does is because I think both teams are different than they were then. And it seems like Green Bay has a couple of those games every year. You ever notice that? Like Green Bay? No, they always have a stinker in there. They yeah. just have just an absolute stinker where you're like, oh, and usually it doesn't come against a decent team. It's usually right. like, you look at them like, like Atlanta beats them or something. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock into that game. I actually think the Bucks are a better team now than they were. Uh, when they oh, play, they are. When, the first time. When they I play just think them, the yeah. change of scenery, what's at stake. I think the, I think you throw that stuff out. We saw last week too, Rick, that the, the Bucks are coming off of two games against the Saints uh, where they just looked awful and it didn't mean a thing. So I don't think, I don't think this, I don't think this is going to matter at all. Yeah. And this well, whole good. idea, like if Brady goes into this game as the GOAT and Green Bay can win this game 66 nothing, and Brady comes out of this game still as the GOAT. And when people want to complain about it, who want to give Aaron Rodgers, like, well, I think, you know, if he beats him here, blah, blah, blah. You know what? He had other chances to play him in the Super Bowl, and Brady held up his end and got there. <laughs> That's right. Where were you? Where was – yeah, where you yeah. when you were getting wiped out by Atlanta <laughs> and you couldn't get past whoever to get to the, San Francisco. What you know, Brady showed up at the Super – he showed up at the Super Bowl nine times. And a lot of them while he was playing, Rodgers. Right. And Rodgers didn't get there, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, for those of us who have been stood up before, we know how that feels. <laughs> now, having um, said that, I think they're going to have trouble, the Bucks this weekend. Oh, you do? I do. So, Nostra Thomas, you're going to call it now. You're going to well, say it's Packers, Super Bowl against uh, Buffalo, Kansas yeah, City? The, no, the Chefs. I'll go with the Chefs on this yeah. one. We'll get, in, we'll get into that. In We're a repeat bit. of Super Bowl One. Super Bowl One. that's right. Here we go, Otis. Yeah. Max McGee, <laughs> the um, yeah, I I I think this this weekend will be a little bit of a tougher go, just because I think that offense is really good. I mean, Rogers is a, he may not be the goat, but he might be the best playing right now. Well, they yeah. shut him down though. I mean, here's the thing: like they 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 haven't been on the tundra with him. They were on the grass at Raymond James, right? And Devontae Adams was held to sixty yards passing or receiving. What did they do in that game? What did they you know? They got a well. They inter- they turned them over and then they hit them. They hit them a lot. I mean, the the Packers came out on fire. They they were down ten nothing within right. the first five minutes. It seemed, and then all of a sudden Jamel Dean just jumped a route and took it to the house. And then, you know, they got another interception on some pressure after that. Punched that one in for a touchdown, and it was just on thirty eight unanswered points. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you know what's funny? So the other day. Uh... I'm watching your, Rogers looks scared by the way. He did. I'm watching. So I'm watching you. I was on Twitter and I saw, I saw your tweet and you tweet out that Vita Vea might be back. And I'm like, Vita Vea. I forgot all about that guy. You know what it reminded me of? It was like, you ever watch the old Scooby, so the Scooby Doo, like when you were a kid <laughs> and at the end they pulled the mask off. Like who was like, Oh, and it, it's right. like a guy you completely, who was at the beginning of the episode. You completely, Oh yeah, That's that right. guy. That's the way I felt about Vita Vea. Like, I completely forgot truck, Vita Vea was on his team. Yeah. I had no idea. That's right. And I so, could have gotten away with it, too. I wonder if you meddling kids. Exactly. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that guy was in the first minute of the show. Right. I completely forgot Vita Vea was on the team and completely <laughs> erased from my memory. It was almost like a, a Twilight Zone happen. moment. Can, it, so can he play? I mean, is he going to be... I don't know. Like this, this, to, to me, this is, like, this is like a fever dream. You ever have a fever dream, right, where you're like... Yeah, where you thought Weird you won the lottery stuff. and you wake up and you're like, yeah, like shoot. No, you, you go to bed, you're sick, and you're burning up, right? And you just, that's what, the higher the fever, the weirder the dream kind of thing. You know, like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Nothing really makes sense. And all of a sudden, 
Yeah, like Vita Vea was playing and like he played in the championship, but like I, I saw his leg snap like Joe Theismann's. Like, what the? Yeah, that could never happen. I must have had a fever. Right. He's back. Like, and not just back. Like, I, because my thing, you got 21 days, right? Well, 21 days, the Super Bowl's over. Um, you get 21 days to uh, to put him on your roster once you um, recall him, you know, from IR. And it wasn't just like, yeah, designated for return from injury reserve. It was, no, nah, I think he'll probably play Sunday. Wait, what? Wait, what? What? Wait, wait, what? How is that possible? The bone's healed, I'm sure, or you wouldn't put him out there, I'm sure. But, 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 but if he's, and it's like, no, man, guy's been working hard with trainers and all that stuff. We didn't see him. You know what? This is a, this is a move the line in Las Vegas type, type acquisition, I think. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, if he plays 25 snaps. Okay. 20 snaps or whatever. That's okay. He, that's every first down when you try to run the ball. Like they've tried, they've run the, the, the heck out of the ball the last few, few weeks. Right. Uh, I I like, I'd like to see it. I'm looking forward to, again, I forgot he was on the team. (laughs) And it's exciting when they said he was coming back. I still don't think that offense boy is really good. Green Bay's offense is good. And I do think, the Bucks are going to have to play a little better defensively than they did last week. Even though they had the three turnovers and everything, there was there were some moments they're not going to be able to get away with some of the stuff they got away with last week. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, they, again, if if Rodgers is denied his seat, you know, among the the great quarterbacks of all times because Brady beats him again, you know, um, not again, but beats him. Right. And, and blocks his path to the Super Bowl, it's going to be hard on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it just is. And, and Brady, the thing about Brady is, like, he's feeling himself, too. Like, there is there is definitely a sort of, even for him, because everybody will tell you, that like, eh, no, he prepares the same way. He's always up on the bit. He, like, he's always on it. He's always, I get that. But there's got to be a switch that he flips, man. You know, he's got to have that chip on his shoulder somewhere. And um, every now and then it'll it'll pop up. Like, you'll... Um, you'll see it after he scored. By the way, he's a great social media team. Whoever does, I'm assuming he doesn't do it himself. But did you see the uh, sort of the meme button he posted him after he scored the touchdown, high fiving people, and he tries to high five the ref, and the ref just kind of stands there I, I and looks saw, at him. I saw the, 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 the that I was actually shocked that he did that. It was funny though. It was hilarious, and I thought I can't believe that he like is having this light moment. The the ultra the ultra competitor, like yeah. Actually, because you can even tell he thought like this is funny. Like watch this. I'm he has a you. real self self deprecating sense of humor. He really does. It was great. And and the reason why I thought I bring it up is that um, when he when he did it, he also went on Instagram and then did sort of a of a music bet over it and played the Righteous Brothers. You've got that. Lo- you've lost that loving feeling. Have you seen this? It's hysterical. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my God, it's great. He's walking, you never close your eyes. And he's actually got the Righteous Brothers black and white film interspersed in there. That's great. It's a tremendous, tremendous thing, you know? And um, which which got me to thinking, like, where's that damn Maverick movie? Like, weren't we, weren't we promised another Top Gun? You're not Top, Top Gun? Gun. You're not Top Gun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought, that story. I thought so. I thought it so. was supposed yeah, to come out last on hold pandemic. for the pandemic, yeah, because they oh, closed yeah. theaters, so it was supposed to come out right. this past summer. That's a, we're still waiting on a James Bond movie too, right? That's the other I one. I think so. Put on hold because of COVID. 
But I yeah, don't think that, I need to see. Is there going to be another volleyball scene? I don't, <laughs> that's that's one of those like volleyball scene made no sense at all. <laughs> it just dropped it in the middle. Let's uh, let them play volleyball on the beach in jeans and and. They were shirts. sweaty though. They were sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it made no sense. Cruz and Kilmer, whatever. What are you doing? Anyway. I'm guessing Val Kilmer's the way I've seen the, some of the pictures I've seen of him. I don't think he's making it back. Well, it's amazing that Cruz. I mean, I think we were talking about this the other day, where and I think this made a made all the rounds. Like Cruz is older now than <laughs> Wilfred Brimley was when he made Cocoon. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Wilfred Brimley doing commercials about diabetes. Well, it's like that Brady George Blanda comparison of 43 oh, year yeah. olds in the court in playing <laughs> the football. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But those guys didn't eat avocado ice cream. I mean, they 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 smoked three packs of Pall Mall and drank what's, Schlitz uh, all Cruz day. Doing? What's Cruz doing? At halftime, Cruz is doing something too. So, well, yeah. he's doing another Mission they, Impossible. He is Mission Impossible Seven. By the way, those are all great. By the way, I love which them. makes it not so impossible if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, your mission, mission, mission should you really, choose to accept it's it, this mission will really hard. In, that's it's right. mission you're going to have to put in some work. How about that? Yeah. Mission impossible. <laughs> it's Not so, so impossible. But. That's right. This mission is a prequel. It's a, yeah. It's, it's improbable, maybe. <laughs> I think you can do it. You Highly it difficult. Off. Highly <laughs> difficult. Exactly. <laughs> Not so impossible for a 55-year-old man that could have been like, played Cocoon. That's and impossible. Wilford, yeah, Wilford that's Brimley. Impossible. Can you imagine Wilford Brimley like being? As, as Mr. <laughs> no, you know the movie... Remember the movie that Wilfred Brimley played the security guard, like not the security guard, but the security guy. It was, um, it, it was a Tom Cruise movie. The he firm. Was the, the, he was the firm. The lawyer. Oh, the firm. The firm. Yeah. yeah. And Wilfred Brimley. There you go. They were about the same age, but no, the, uh, at that time they weren't. But Brimley was the head of security for that law firm, and they were trying to kill him, and he was personally trying to kill him. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, this guy's way too old to be chasing Tom Cruise through Memphis. Remember I mean, what we the were hell? watching when we were kids, like Cannon. That guy weighed like 300 yeah, pounds. And he was big a fat guy. Right. Yeah. Hal Ironside. Raymond yeah. Burr was in a wheelchair. And, and was Barnaby Jones, who was like, this was like <laughs> 10 years after Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I was 90 years Barnaby old. Barnaby Jones. Yeah. Yeah. If the Hillbilly went to law school, this is what he would be. He'd come out, Barnaby Jones. Uh, so who wins uh, the uh, So if who wins the AFC championship this week? Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of. I'm on the Buffalo wagon. You've been on because no one circles wagons like the Buffalo Bills. You were on them before the season, before the playoffs even started. You were on. Them. Yeah, I really like their coach, and I really like their defense, and their quarterback has gone off right after he got Stephon Diggs, which goes to show you, right, that you know, kind of like the Deshaun Watson stuff they're dealing with now. We talked about Brady, but like. The difference in Josh Allen with Stefan, it's not an accident, folks. No, I know. You, you get a guy that can make plays for you, and your confidence just starts to soar, and that's all sports is. Um, but Josh Allen? Josh Allen, man. You know what I found interesting is when Kansas City won it all last year, and at the start of this year, we were – and I still believe Kansas City is going to win the whole thing. But at the – at the start of the year, there were how many? How many is Mahomes going to win? He's the greatest, right? He's going to be the goat. They're going to win like five. He's going to win like He's going to challenge Brady. Yeah. And all it takes is one hit, and yes. all of a sudden everything just goes up in smoke. And you, you know, realize so. that you really do have to be really lucky in football. I mean, you just do. They you were know? one possession away 
and let's face it, Chad Henney, they were one Chad Henney 15-yard runaway from maybe Cleveland yeah. beating them. Cleveland, by the way, which nearly lost the last game of the season to a Pittsburgh team that was playing their backups that would have knocked them out of the playoffs. Right. It just shows you how precarious this whole thing is. It really is fragile, yeah. And for us to sit here and say, oh, Mahomes, he might win five or six, is you never know what the next game holds in store. Well, you know, I mean, you can't anticipate injuries, but you you know, you have to put the disclaimer: if he stays healthy, he but looks in, like it's the NFL. Everybody gets hurt. You know, imagine how the whole NFC changed this year when Dak Prescott tore his leg up. I don't know, oh, maybe yeah. not at all. I mean, they were bad before that, but who right. knows? Like, that's it. Just no. goes to show you that one injury can just up to a quarterback. A year ago, the Steelers went. Seven to nine or eight with Mason Rudolph. Imagine if Ben yeah. Roethlisberger played a year ago. That doesn't mean they're going to win, but it means somebody who made the playoffs might not win. Right. It's just every year something something happens. If I'd have told you two years ago, Houston, I mean they were a pl- perennial playoff team. That organization is a disaster. It's a dumpster fire now. Quarterback doesn't want to be there. The 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 GM situation got all messed up. Right. He wants out. To, they to, won't interview who they asked him who he wanted. And, was, and it, it, yeah. like, who wants to coach that team? If right. like, somebody's going to take the job, obviously, but I don't know that I want that job. Not even knowing who my who if my quarterback's going to be Deshaun. Quarterback's Watson. leaving because he can, he controls that basically as a no trade clause, and if he doesn't want to play there, they're going to have to do something. And I, I, what's worse? This was a question that was asked. Like, would you rather be who would you rather be? Would you rather be the Chicago Bears who? stupidly traded up for Mitch Trubisky and left Patrick Mahomes to whomever. Um, what's the biggest fail? Them not drafting him? Or the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs, the... Uh, Texans? Yeah, I'm, well, I said Patrick Mahomes. I meant uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. The, the Texans having Deshaun Watson, right, and deciding they can't make it work. Like, What? You have the piece that everybody wants. The guy's led the NFL in passing and, he, and, and with nobody and, and has done it efficiently, not throwing interceptions, you know, yards out the wazoo. You have the guy and can't make that work. Right. I'd rather be you, the Bears at this point because I, right? I made the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky. Right. The, the rest of that team's decent. I mean, anybody can miss on a player, but when you have the guy in the building, like you, you were the one that got him. Right. The other teams, that happens all the time, Right. Right. Somebody passed on Brady until one ninety nine. Right. So I, you know, that's that that it sucks, but it happens. But to have the guy like, and he's he's not just a guy; like he's a good guy. He's a good dude. He's he's a champion. He's won everywhere he's been. And you can't make that work. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you can sit there, Rick, and you can plan. I'm sure the Indianapolis Colts two years ago thought our quarterback situation, or three years ago, quarterback situation, we're set for the next for 20 years. Yeah. Andrew Luck. <laughs> and Andrew Luck doesn't even play anymore. I'm out. I quit. Wait? What? Yeah. If I'd have told you two years ago, Carson Wentz would be persona non grata in Philadelphia. Wouldn't believe you. He threw 33 touchdowns, and it was we all felt bad that he got hurt before right. the Super Bowl because, now, you know, here's the thing about that situation. At Philadelphia, outside Lincoln Financial, there's there's a couple of statues that are fairly new. You know who they are of? Yeah. Nick Foles and Doug Peterson. And you got rid of both of them. Right. That's what I'm saying. You, know? you turn around. Who would RG3 was going to be the next best thing. 
Yeah. Two years later, out of not even with the team anymore. So, is, you know what NFL stands for, Tommy? Not for long. Not for long, buddy. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Like, so we can sit here and talk about, oh, this team's set. Jimmy Jimmy Garofalo, that team was also oh, – Jimmy Garofalo is going to be – San Francisco, they're going to be yeah. in great shape for the next 10 years. Right. Jared Goff. Jared Goff, oh, he, what a superstar. They're trying to move on from him in the worst way. Yeah. It's just it's, – and, and, and then you have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers. They just keep winning every year, every yeah. year, every year. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fascinating um, – so who do you like the Bills or you like the Chiefs, right? I like the you Chiefs. Like the Chiefs. Yeah. Assuming Mahomes plays. I don't think the Bills are quite there yet. I, I haven't been crazy about the way they've been playing lately, but um I think they're really good. I think they're giving them everything. I don't I I can definitely see, you know, Kansas City pulling it out, you know, if Mahomes has a ball last or whatever. I mean that could that could happen, but I mean for Buffalo fan to make it to a Super Bowl. My uh, if, if it had been Buffalo and Cleveland in the AFC Championship oh, game, geez. oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm, you know, at about they would have closed Lake Erie. Close Lake Erie would have been closed now. Oh yeah, in about uh, uh, let's see, I'd say about ten o'clock on Sunday night, Scott Norwood's phone is going to start ringing off the hook. If Buffalo makes a Super Bowl in, in Tampa, Tampa, yeah, you think yeah. anybody will call him? <laughs> <laughs> like they do every year, but I'm just saying. Poor guy. Oh, I know. That's the but first you know, thing I thought of the other day. How many times do we see – How many? what's the under-over on Whitney Houston National Anthems and Scott Norwood's <laughs> miss Buffalo, kick? Yeah, Buffalo gets here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man. It's going to be incredible. So who you got? Who you like in the Bucks? Uh, the Bucks Packers? You were wrong last week. Well, I was wrong last week, so I'll be wrong again this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Packers. I do, well, I don't know I do think it'll be, be tight. I do think it'll be a good game, but I, I just – I worry that – uh, I worry a little bit about the Bucks defense won't be able to stop them enough. And see, they're going to need I'm, some. They're going to need a. I, they, they, they're not going to get three interceptions, but they need one or two. Mm-hmm. Turnovers will be big. I, I'm of the belief that you're right. Rodgers will definitely put threaten them and, and, and attack that secondary a lot more than uh, Drew Brees ever thought of. However, they like to run the football and have been more run centric of late, and I think that plays right into the Bucks' hands. And you're going to give me Vita Vea for 25 snaps. Mm, I kind of like where the defense is at right now, you know. Right. If they can cover up those receivers, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is just going to sit there and run around all day. Um. So for I that, that reason, and I think the Bucks will be in the game. the The Packers are never one of those teams, really. If they're they're an odd team, they never like run away and hide from anybody. That's they're, true. It seems like there's yeah. always a moment, like in the second half, even when they're playing well, where it's like this game feels like it's getting away from Rodgers a little bit here. Like, <laughs> right? It just it's a weird thing. And that as the game wears on, they'll have their own history to have that'll become, you know, sort of their albatross like it did in New Orleans. I mean, you know, they desperately want to go. And he's had the best year, says he's at peace with himself, does the, you know, mm-hmm. was it the Pat McAfee show every week or whatever? So, hey, Raj, go get yourself an insurance planet, commercial, right? big guy. Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah, they he hang out. He goes in that room, boy. Ooh. Huh? Those guys are – they're confident people, both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, they don't lack – back if he had Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, I mean, he, he, you can't wipe the smirk off his face. I I would think that if you competed against him, you just love to to beat him. You know what yeah. I mean? I, 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 he's one of those guys, like, I wish I was him. He seems like – he is Mr. Cool. He really is. A little too cool for school, though, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but 
I mean, he's really smug. He's not cool. He passed cool a long time ago. He went straight to smug. <laughs> Brady's a little bit like that, though, no? I mean, this is the smug yeah, I mean, yeah, but championship Brady, game. Yeah, I mean, Brady is kind of the laser-focused guy, you know. You don't see the smirk from Brady no. until the game is over. You know, Rodgers will throw the smirk at, like, a bad call. You know what I mean? Like, who are you? Oh, you call that a me? You call that a me? I take him. I take him. I like him. I think he's. I don't. I don't think he's as good a quarterback as everybody loves to put. Like I don't think oh, his career. I, do. I think he's. I think he's. Exceptional I don't think his career. I think his career has been a little disappointing. The one Super Bowl thing is a little weird to me. The ten years without one is a little weird. Seems to me. like he should have won. How could he be in his prime that many years after winning a Super Bowl and not get back? That's the question I he's have. He's only like, been to one, right? Not only just as he won, he, he went to one and won it. I know, That's but ten it. years of his best years after winning it, He's nothing happened. Thirty-seven years old. He's been to one Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. That's just there's something needs, wrong there. Yeah, just there's something. Yeah, and I don't, I don't blame it all on him. It's it's more than one guy. But so there's going to be a lot of pressure. We know, we know Brady feels the pressure. His clock's ticking pretty loud. But but if you're Aaron Rodgers and you got the game at Lambeau, I'm telling you, man, if you drag these teams much like the Bucks did at the Saints into the fourth quarter and it's still in the balance, the game is. Mm, get a little tighter up there in the snow, man. Like it, it's like, at some point, it's gonna be like, are we gonna lose this? Because there's so many, like everything is set. I've had my best year. We're at Lambeau. It's snowing. The brats are on. I can smell them outside. You know, it's your game to win or lose. It's your game. Yeah, but You're it's supposed your to game. win that game. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to be, you know, compared to the greats, then you got to do what the greats do. And um, I'm not sure they will. So, hey, what's going on at uh, pointer.org these days? Well, we got everything, man. Little the inauguration, uh, little inauguration, next administration. Yeah. COVID. I miss the pageants. I miss the but the dancing, the balls. Right? They have the big, big brouhaha. After yeah. The now, game. We're, now we're taping this just to be fair, in case something like yeah really before. Goes but, yeah. Well, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. If the capital um, is under siege, yeah, disregard this part of the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I was going to make a prediction, but I won't. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance, but not as much pomp and plenty of circumstance this right. time. So, Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Right. I'm still on that line. Hey, man, do whatever you want. Did you just make that up? That's pretty good, (laughs) No. I'm sure I've used it four or five times before. <laughs> I've used, Everything's I used, recycled. Uh, have, have you used, I've recycled lines before. You know what my favorite recycled line is? I, I probably used it, I'd say two or three times in my career. Which means five When or six, a hockey right? team is in trouble in the playoffs. Yeah. And I and I would say they got one foot on a grave and another on a banana peel. I, always thought, that, I, I thought of that like 20 years ago, and I've used it like three times since then. You know, another line that I... You know, we, we used to make fun of, like, some people's leads, and, and somebody kept this lead around. And you're not it – was it's such a cliche. It was, like, the best of times. It was the worst of times. You're not – that's that was sort of like sports writers make fun of people who say something like that. Um, 
But one time I read this guy who wrote about a high school basketball game. He said it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was seven overtimes. I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was so funny. That's not bad. I mean, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not. No, they, it, somebody. Thought I knew it was a guy. This is a true story. When I it. first when I first started working at the Times, I won't say the name, but you guys can follow my career. Um, when I first started working at the Times. There's a guy I worked with, and I, you know, we'd read each other's stories or whatever. And it's like did a story on Bobby Bowden or something like that. He's like, the smile on his face said it all. And then the story went on from there. Obviously, happy about something, right? Right. So then later, reading a story about Clearwater High School basketball coach, the smile on his face said it all. After a while, I didn't have to read anything because the smile really did say it all. That's it. That was it. That was <laughs> that was the lead that just kept giving. Our good buddy Martin Fenley, because you know, like they were all famous stories. It was a dark and stormy night, and and Martin Fenley one time started his column with, "It was a dark and stormy night." Which has nothing to do with this story because this happens on a bright Sunday morning, you know. <laughs> just threw it out there, right? Just threw it out there, just for the fun. <laughs> One of the best leads I wrote. It was just kind of popped in my head. It's an old, it, it's an old song, um, folk song or whatever. I've told this story before. So uh, the Bucks. This was Ray Perkins, the first year I covered the Bucks. His last year, as it turns out, they had it was an unbelievable draft, right? Junior Sale was coming out. They were picking fifth, I think. John Sanders was in that draft. It was stupid, right? All these Hall of Famers. And, of course, he wanted to take his guy. And I actually wrote that he was going to take this guy before he did because I was standing outside his office when he was talking to his owner about it. Um, I hadn't been on the beat more than a couple months. And he, you know, he goes, come on in the office. So, like, he had an office where the secretary was, and then there was a door at the old one-buck shack, right, the palace over there, before they built the new one. And uh, I could hear him talking to Hugh Culver House or whatever. And yeah, I'm gonna take him. He's my. I know him. I play. We're gonna play him at. We're gonna play him at linebacker. Yeah, I. You know, he played for me. But 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 Alabama. So it was clearly McCants, right? So I'm, I'm writing this down. So uh, coach, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. So I had the scoop. They were gonna take McCants. Everybody had a pencil for McCants, whatever. Uh, and they took him. But not only did they take him, he had had like. 20 tackles in the Iron Bowl that year. I mean, the guy was, he was a phenomenal college player. Phenomenal. Um, and they, at that time, ran a 3-4, so they're going to play him an outside linebacker. Well, um, before he came to Tampa, after they draft him, they draft the guy five overall, has his press conference, and before he makes it to Tampa, he had had, like, a little bit of a knee injury from the Iron Bowl, and they made him go get it scoped. They made him go do knee surgery, like minor knee surgery, but knee surgery nonetheless. So at the introductory press conference, right, um, the guy shows up with it on crutches. It was just bizarre, right? Right. Like you drafted a guy and he's coming to camp on crutch, like he's showing up at his press conference in crutches. So my lead was he came from Alabama with a bandage on his knee. That's pretty good. So pretty maybe good. the old Susanna song, right? Yeah, old yeah, Susanna. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> So I was proud of that one, but not too many others, I might say. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, uh, okay, so we'll get through the inauguration with you. We'll uh, we'll check you out on pointer.org, and you are picking the Green Bay Packers against the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl double nickel. Right. And so when I'm on the podcast next week, we'll talk about (laughs) the Bucks and the Bills. Who's going to win that one? (laughs) Seriously, though, man, if the Bucks were to win it, okay, where would I mean? You already said it. Like I think in the last podcast, like this would rank 
Where would this rank? Let's say they win it all. Let's say let's say Tom Brady, the confetti falls Greatest on his head. Tampa Bay story ever, sports. Right? No, no question. And Not one of close. I mean, what is this rival in, in all of sports, right? Like what this isn't who's this done this? This is uh Tiger winning the Masters. This is Tiger winning the Masters at, at Jack two winning years at eighty winning at yeah, eighty six. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in that realm. It's not. I mean, it's not quite Miracle on Ice. No, which, it's not Lake Placid. I would get you that. You know. Yeah, which is uh, still, I think, the greatest sporting moment ever in our country's history. But it's going to rank in the top five, right? Yeah, Brady. It'll be the. It would be. Yeah, come on, Tom Brady leads the New England Patriots. The Cubs win the World Series. I'm just Cubs. That would go. Cubs. Red Sox. Yeah. In 2004. Right. But. Again, those teams were sort of building up to this. Came out of nowhere, Rick. It came it really, out of nowhere. Literally, it did. Yeah. A year ago, it wasn't a possibility. I was at the Super Bowl almost a year ago. No, two weeks from now, whatever. And I can remember talking to one of the coaches. I think it was Clyde, and they were saying we're sitting here doing free agent reports on who the free agent quarterbacks could be. And remember, the list was absurd, right? It was like. Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Teddy Bridgewater, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there were all these Jameis guys. was still and in the mix, possibly. Yeah, there was just uh, Jameis Winston. You know, like there were all these free agents. And you're thinking, yeah, well, you're wasting your time with the Brady guy. You know, like, there's just no way. Like, really, Tampa? I mean, shh. You know? The, the well, odds of him leaving New England seem like next to none. They seem remote at best, right? And then him, the, the idea that he would come – to Tampa Bay. Because we can't have nice things, Tom. Nobody comes here. No. I mean, I went through this. I Tampa Bay, as you know, especially the Bucks, they were the home of the runaway bride for every every – Coach Parcell did it twice. He was at the altar. He left them at the altar. Back with Culver House and with the Glazers, right? Right. Brett Favre was going to be traded to here or the Jets. Where do you think he went? Right. The Jets. There was always going to be this next guy, right? The big story. Like, they're going to nab the big fish. Moby Dick is right around. And then then you, you, I just said, there's, well, there's no way. This is stupid. And then they did it. And here no, he I is. And if they, he these guys out, don't come here. Steve Young goes there. Bo right. Jackson goes there. Right. It, right. Tom Brady doesn't come here. No. It doesn't no. make sense. It makes no sense. And, and yet it happened. And yet it happened. And if he were to take them... To a super, and as much as we could sit there and say, "Oh, Super Bowl or bust," uh, to actually see it, if it would happen, it would be the greatest sports story in Tampa Bay sports history. With that, not even close. I and wrote I a story. There. I was there. I was at Game Six in Calgary <laughs> when Marty St. Louis scored, and the Lightning this is won bigger. the Stanley Cup. This is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. This is bigger than the Bucks winning the first Super Bowl. Even though, like them winning that Super Bowl was a big deal. Like you were there. You were there. Like the perennial losers winning a Super Bowl. That's amazing. Oh, it was enormous. John right. Gruden's first year against his former team. Come on, you can't you can't make that up. And I wasn't here, but I, I know it was a bit for people who've lived in Tampa Bay all their lives and are of a certain age. Them just making the NFC Championship game in in '79 was a oh, it was huge a really deal. big deal. Really, you were big here. Deal. You were here then. I mean, you were a kid. Yeah, I was, but, I was a I was in my I was a kid. But it, I mean, but you remember it was amazing. It, I mean, yeah. only a few. It just seemed like. A couple of months earlier, they were zero and twenty six. Right, it was the third. It was they, yeah. They came in seventy six. They lost twenty six in a row. And then by seventy nine, they were in the championship. They were, right. they were touched down in a field goal from winning the, the going to the Super Bowl. That's right. They lost nine what, to nothing. Nine nothing. Um, 
That was but, a big deal. The Rays making the World Series in 2008 out of nowhere. That was a really big deal. Out of nowhere. Deal. That was huge. But this, are you kidding me, Brady? Brady makes it. I'm telling you, Rick, you and I were talking about this. <laughs> We've been trying to say goodbye on this podcast for a No, like it's, it's like, you know, so I am but with my girlfriends, too. We were talking about. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love a kid because I love. Can't break up with him. So, yeah. yeah so, look, Rick, we were talking about this the other day. Is we were we both been in this market a really long time, mm-hmm. and we were never called not to do national shows. You would never see the Bucks on being discussed on NFL Live, other than maybe somebody got fired or who they're going to hire next, right? Um, or if Jameis did something stupid, mm-hmm. it was never. Uh, like when I say something stupid, like no, I ought to feel, but like on the field throwing a bunch of interceptions or. It, they were never part of the conversation in national. They conversation. weren't relevant, Tom. They were irrelevant. They were Rick, an irrelevant I watch franchise. Get up every day. I watch yeah, Colin Coward every day during lunch while I'm eating my lunch at home. I yeah. watch a little bit of First Take. I watch a little bit. Yeah, all these shows, Rick. There's a segment about Brady on all of them. Every one of them, yeah. A segment, and it's a different segment every day, and it's the same segment every day. You know, but it's it's just about Brady and I come to realize it's like they're not talking about Brady for the first time they've been talking about Brady for 20 years but now he's here right and now well, that franchise is relevant it's relevant and, and the thing that you realize um, because I, look I've covered a lot of Super Bowls and even for me knowing I was going to a Super Bowl and the Bucks obviously were rarely ever never in it um, I would always say you know okay I've done all the. I can't not Brady again. Please, please, please don't give us Brady. Oh, because you've like I've done so many Super Bowls with the Patriots. I can't make that interesting. Give me fresh blood. Give me new meat. Give me something. And now that he's here, and the Brady fatigue around the country is is the same, right? Um, you think the rest of the country is saying, "Hey, it'd be cool if Tom Brady could go to this"? No, they don't want to see Tom Brady. I don't know, though. Do you think so? I, I almost. Think I mean, you the think it's, it's novelty take... because he's not with the Patriots, and yes. so that makes it like, "Ha ha ha!" How does it feel now? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a. He's like, more sort lovable of a because you. he's with the Bucks. Yeah, what's well, lovable that he's not with New England anymore? There's a little bit of a screw you, New England, to this. Yeah, that's true. But there's also like, can he? Like, who doesn't want to see him pulled off? I got tired of watching Tiger Woods win every year, yeah. winning the Masters every year, winning the U.S. Open, and being number one. But when but he then got all knocked sudden, down, you were rooting I was, for him. I was at the the, uh, the tournament up in Innisbrook a couple of years ago when he was making his comeback. Oh, he was there, yeah. And I'm like, how could you not be pulling for this guy? This is an yeah. amazing story. And then, then he goes on to win the Masters the year after that. Of, of the four matchups, of the four possibilities that we could have in the Super Bowl, Right, I think, I think Kansas City and and uh, and the and Tampa Bay is the best, is the That's best the matchup. Best one, yeah, and the second best matchup is Buffalo and Tampa Bay. In fact, Buffalo Tampa Bay might actually be the best matchup. Hmm. Considering really the, over Mahomes rematch with Mahomes game that I, they I like lost the idea by of Buffalo three. coming back to Tampa Buffalo. Well, versus, there's a historical part of it, yeah. And Brady has just owned Buffalo. I mean, it's a chance for Buffalo. Oh, to I didn't even think pitch. of that. Yeah, he doesn't lose to Buffalo. Right. I mean, but I'll Buffalo put it in the love. bag if Buffalo wins the AFC. This thing is over. Right. And so I think there's. I think that's fat. Now maybe I'm looking at this through sort of Tampa Bay lens, but. Think, but it's a good story if they're here. I think it's a tremendous story. And no I think the rest of the country it. would like it. And in a pandemic year, here's what's interesting about it to me. In a pandemic year where you're not anticipating a lot of fan base coming from anywhere to do anything because who can go anywhere? Um, it, 
It would be uniquely an all-Tampa Super Bowl. In other words, you know, NFL experience, whatever the league is offering, those piecemeal deals outside that you can sort of pretend you're at a Super Bowl, um, it certainly would spice it up. Maybe not economically, but it was, certainly would spice it up if, if their own team were playing. Yeah. You know, that would just that, that's just never been done. So it would be really, uh, really interesting if they did that. All right, Tommy, we'll see what happens, man. I'm not going to make a prediction yet. <laughs> I will. You'll have to uh, check out me on TampaBay.com or one of my podcasts later this week. I'm sure we'll talk about it with, uh, with Joey Knight on Thursday. In the meantime, uh, enjoy uh, all the newsletters and politics and things that you do, the coverage of – hey, a lot. I want to say before I let you go about that um, – some of these networks, is this routine when administrations leave, there's all these different promotions and changes of beats? Is this, is this what yeah, happens? Yeah, you know, a lot of the, like we saw the Washington Post just changed a bunch of people, ABC News. And, and what, what CNN you, what, did, Yeah, too. what typically happens is the people who have been covering the White House for four years just need off. <laughs> Dead. Especially after covering this White House. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's just. They're going home to write a book, take uh, about seven and months it's off. Just re- I saw Maggie Haberman from the New York Times the other day, and she's just like, there's always this dreaded feeling of what, is next like she's afraid she said i was afraid to go to bed like it was basically like she got no sleep and it was this impending doom of what's next what's upcoming something's about to happen but also too what usually happens you'll see is you've had people on the campaign trial who covered biden that's right and And so they they assume the white house duties right right? so they've formed relationships with biden's staff and yeah and so and that's what i mean that's how maggie Haberman eventually became Mm -hmm. covering trump you know, because right. she covered Trump before that. So Those are your sources. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's usually why that happens. Well, we'll check you out on Pointer.org. Thanks for a couple of great days, a couple of great podcasts, Tommy. We'll talk to you. All right. Talk to you next week. All right. Thanks to Tom. Hey, the Lightning returned to action tonight, finally, against Columbus. Uh, that game is in Ohio. And we'll break down the NFC Championship game between the Bucks and the Packers with Joey Knight of the Tampa Bay Times. Hey, folks, uh, if you're looking for some party platters, please call Mr. Empanada. It's uh, just one of the best foods you could have. Just take your favorite food. They place them inside this pocket of homemade dough. It's cooked perfectly until it's golden brown. I mean, it's delicious. And you can order other delicious menu items from Mr. Empanada, including soups, salads, and Cuban sandwiches. Just go online at mrempanada.com or call any one of their seven convenient locations in Tampa Bay. Where Latin food, quality, and service all meet, it's Mr. Empanada. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.